You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. All right, so you're wondering, how do I listen to you guys live? How do I check it out? Well, good news. We stream every Wednesday, 9 p.m. over on Twitch. Nerddux, N-E-R-D-D-U-X, or Nerd to Know Media on YouTube or Twitch. That's how you're going to go to catch us. Hope to see you in the live chat. Broadcasting from the Blanchistan Center, this is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is Sparta! All your base are belong to us. It's a drop 9,000! That's the last Leave Benny alone! Leroy Dragons! The balls are inert. And now it begins. And hello, everybody. Uh, we're here on Nerd to a Basis on 92.5 FM. Uh, and this week we have our wonderful guests of Kian and Katie. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Also, I'm back. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> New apartment. <laughs> <laughs> all of all of the things there. Just uh, yeah, just like it's it's been just chaos trying to you know it's been fitting stuff like this into the now regular day to day mundanities. It's like I could record a show or I could do my ironing. <laughs> so that's been my life. Also, hi Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Hi Dave. Sneaky background ninja. Also, I've got to deal with this gremlin. Now, here's the fun bit. If you keep watching this on YouTube, Dave will pop up through one of the oh, other two doors oh, in no. either my room Wait. or Katie's. Okay, no, Anything's possible. There will be no YouTube because I'm not recording video. Oh. You are recording video. Well, then you're video. just going to have to listen uh, really no, closely audio. on Spotify. Yeah, if, if you record and there's video on, it records video. Well... I never recorded a for Anime Crash Course, so here we are. Uh, the good Darren, thing is, since Kev's doing this one, it'll probably get edited out. Yeah, thanks, Dara. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, guys, how has it been? How, how has how's your week been? Over to you. Katie? To me? Uh, my <laughs> week has been good. It's been very busy and full of lots of good news and also lots of hard work, so... It's balanced. It's good. I'm Our excited. Good news. It does. Yeah. <laughs> and Kian, what's and what? uh, what's on the pipeline on yours? Um, that's been pretty good. Had to move digs, as you cannot see. Um, and uh, got a fair bit of teaching work coming in. So we'll just see if that will stay steady with schools reopening or apparently not. I don't know. Uh, we're just going to have to see what the lay of the land is. But I have had plenty of time to watch television, and that's what we're here to talk about tonight. Woo! Absolutely. Today seems <laughs> to be a, a TV fest. So before I suppose we jump into the TV news, Kian has the ever-important Marvel news that has come yes. recently. There has been... Just let me get my phone out so I get all these right. So this will be old news possibly by the time this goes out, but Marvel played a weird game with the Spider-Man announcement. So first off, uh, I'm just going to get the, the full story here. Uh, Tom Holland, who plays Spider-Man, um, allegedly leaked the title of the film. Because that's what he does. Because that's what he does, and that's why we love him. Um, but confusingly, uh, the actor who plays his best friend and Zendaya also released different conflicting titles on their Instagram and so they've basically just to kind of get us all confused. And then they released the proper one with a little Sting TV 30-second ad thing where basically they acted out like the director had given them the wrong titles on purpose. Obviously, these things are 
kind of stage. Annoyingly, the fake titles are much, much better. <laughs> the, f- <laughs> the first one uh, on Holland's account was Spider-Man Phone Home. The second one on Jacob Bolton, Boltolan, the best friend, was Spider-Man Home Wrecker. And then Zendaya's one was Spider-Man Home Slice. Nice. Ooh. Aren't they yeah, all... Spider-Man <laughs> joins the Crips. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, unless you want it spoiled three days in the future, uh, the real title is Spider-Man No Way Home. But the little 30-second teaser thing is well worth checking out. Uh, now, the fun thing about the teaser is if you watch it, the title is revealed on a, a whiteboard of other potential titles like Spider-Man Home Alone and all this kind of stuff. Um, well, I suppose and, that would tie into what we've been hearing about the, uh, the, the multiverse ideas that they're bringing in because mm. I know I've been kind of only like barely listening to the radio on this one, but because uh, there was obviously rumors about, you know, Tobey Maguire and uh, Andrew Garfield coming back. Has there been any kind of confirmation on it if that's actually happening? No, I've heard Alfred Molina's in it. I've heard Jamie Foxx is in it. I've heard that the actor who plays Daredevil in the Netflix version is in it. Like, I just, I've heard so many that I'm not going to believe anything until I see the film. It seems like an absolute scattershot of people. until crossing my fingers for Spider-Verse. But we already have a Spider-Verse. Yeah, but more. Another, more Spider-Verse. another actual Spider-Verse. <laughs> like, yeah, more Spider-Verse. Yeah, like, it, it, I, I'm very intrigued, especially with how Far From Home ended. I suppose mm. I won't say too much. It's fairly recent. Is it, but, uh, though? I feel, no, like, it's so I feel like Spider-Man Far From Home got released 20 years ago. That's, that's just lockdown, that's, that's I lockdown, think. lockdown, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but you're okay, right. But like, it, it is a cliffhanger. I won't, I won't spoil yeah, yeah. it, but like it yeah. did kind of drop a bomb at the end of Far From Home that, you know, especially like kind of with the title uh, No Way Home, has a lot of implications mm. for where they're kind of going with this. So I am very interested. I've got to say, I have said on this show so many times that I was so worn out with Marvel after Endgame mm. because, you know, it was the ending. That was it. The watched Far From Home. It was good. WandaVision's brought me back. <laughs> oh, well, that's, a, that's as good a segue as ever. Let's see well, if... I, now, I, just I, before, you, before you jump in, Katie, have you gone beyond the first two episodes or have you given up? No, I gave up after episode one. I was like, there are so many better things I can put my time into. Would you like to make a list of things before we start kind of nerd jumping around the place? A list of things that are better than WandaVision. We don't have enough time in this episode. <laughs> Oof. Ooh, <laughs> go on, Kev. You're, make you're a case for it. Uh, no, I, <laughs> I've, I've been in a chat long enough with Katie to know that, that is a fight I am not willing no, to try. In, in fairness now, I am up to date with WandaVision because people on the internet have no chill and they love mm. to post spoilers. So I know what's going on for the most part. I just refuse to watch it. But like, it's going now. <laughs> yeah, but how many episodes did it take to get going? I don't mind waiting though. I like maybe it's just because I like weird things like Twin Peaks and that kind of stuff. But what I hate is the exact opposite. I really hated American Gods because I felt like it was spoon feeding me everything. And I love the fact that like I had to kind of work out and make a few theories and kind of that kind of stuff. I liked that Marvel trusted me enough to trust it, you know? And I. Yeah, I, I mean. I also really enjoyed the just the fact that the show itself is just an homage to TV. <laughs> yeah, just... see, for me, that was kind of like, if I want to watch a sitcom, I'll watch a sitcom. Yeah, but when was the last time you watched Malcolm in the Middle? Uh, recently. It's on really? all four, yeah. You can watch the whole thing for free. Ooh, I've just got that app. Cool. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's a subject for another day. It's, yeah, but like, is it, it's, it is, like, Kev's right. It is fun to get, like, these weird highlights of sitcom history all compressed yeah, into so a weird Marvel narrative. Like. It's, it's kind of celebrating what was fun about TV of each of these decades. Like, you know, the Full House homage, the Malcolm in the Middle homage, the last episode being a, a mix and match of Modern Family and The Office. Just kind of, like, fun little kind of Easter eggs for TV in general. And then kind of weaving into that, just a, just a real off-kilter, odd Marvel story. Mm. Um, and also, like, I've, she never got enough goddamn spotlight in the movies, but, like, Wanda, 
I really like her. I think she's really cool. Mm. Yeah, I think she was underutilized for the character that she plays. Because, like, she's Scarlet Witch. They didn't even it's, bother it's, naming her. It's because they just didn't know what to do with her. Because yeah. in the comics, certain like powers are slightly ill-defined, and even less so in the movies. Yeah, but she and, isn't. And she the supposed fact that they all to came be from Age of Ultron, which is just a just a dump fire. <laughs> but like, isn't she supposed to be like one of, if not the most powerful mutant in the the known Marvel universe? Well, and that's... like she can literally do anything. They could literally have done anything with her. Well, that's what they're doing, though. Like, the show even points out that give, she almost killed Thanos and she's doing all this and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, that kind of is what the show is about. Like, the I, show, like, it even brings in the earlier films in the form of weird advert segments. Like, they're kind of reminding you that she was like a grenade waiting to go off this whole time. Yeah, but I hate that it's the fact that, you know, her lover was killed is what set her off. Like, that is such a tired trope. I will... They combat that themselves in the show. Yeah? Yeah. They're like, it's not just that Vision's dead. There, I'm not going to say it, but there is a reason she kind of goes off like that. Mm. Yeah, and they bring in, like, again, to go back to the ads, all the ads are like, related to different traumatic events in her life, like the death of her parents is brought up, Sokovia is brought up, the cough, her brother... Magneto cough. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the brother's death is brought Fox up. Fox Magneto. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then to, like, round it all out, like, the cast is, as a whole is, is like, very, very double Paul mm. Bettany is a goddamn treasure. Yeah, play that ukulele. It's wonderful. Yeah, I mean, I know it must be really frustrating to listen to us gush about it, Katie. But no, like, I mean, it's... poor, like, I mean, especially in this episode last week, it'll be one episode behind by the time this airs. But uh, the kind of office type spoof, because the sort of awkward mockumentary format has no trappings and no style to it, really. Mm-hmm. She, uh, Elizabeth Olsen, has to carry that whole conceit on her shoulders by being wacky and crazy and also consistent with her baggage trauma Scarlet Witch personality. And I mean, obviously Paul Bettany, he kind of gets to remain slightly more consistent because his character is sort of working against the world anyway, but she has to carry it on her own. I think she, this, this is a really good showcase for her as a performer. Like, Oh yeah, no, she has been doing a, an incredible job all throughout, like truly spectacular. Mm. yeah I don't know I might give it another chance but right now there's like 101 other things that I would much rather do before that time comes I'm, maybe I'll wait till it's finished I don't know maybe I would say now that like without giving away too much there is enough in the episodes that have come out that explain what is happening it isn't nearly as cryptic anymore as it was back in like episode three or something like that you know in fairness to make the argument i think it would actually be a perfectly fine show to binge it's very short i think the episodes are 20 minutes yeah it's there's like a million yeah if i'm not mistaken there is only eight i think the next episode by the time this is actually released on phoenix uh it'll have finished I think there might be two more. It's really confusing, and I struggle with this because I'm covering it on Geek Ireland, because mm-hmm. different outlets consider episode one and two either two episodes or one episode. And so the numbering, some, some outlets are saying there's two episodes and some are saying one. It wouldn't surprise me if there's two more, because it feels like there's still a fair bit of story to go. But like, yeah, well, like, I, if- I think just purely because they release them as separate episodes, they should be counted as two episodes. Yeah, yeah, that's well that's yeah. the way I counted it like, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. just but it's just they're being deliberately cryptic. It wouldn't surprise me if they did two more episodes because that would mean that the Falcon thing is p- closer to coming out. And just to is that well, for, for like it, either for like whatever maybe a tie-in or just for a subscription base. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. And Loki's due in June. Time. Yeah. I think I think they're going to keep all those show releases as close together as possible to stop people finding out that Amazon and Netflix still exist. Uh, well, yeah, does gotta... Disney has released like their adult streaming service now as well. Yes, but, but that is only the second most important thing because the Muppets are on it now <laughs> on the normal Disney+. Plus. The Muppets. I don't know. I don't know. finally on Disney. 
What's what? on Disney? Futurama. But that's on Amazon as well. Was that on Amazon? I don't know. It's, yeah. it's, con- it's getting confusing now because How I Met Your Mother is on Star and on Netflix. Like, are they... Are, yeah. Are all the streaming services just going to end up the same? Because I wouldn't mind that, personally. They're just going to, like, Cronenberg... <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of like it's, it's just I'd say like a lot of those kind of third party shows are probably just very easy to license out. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's funny actually. I mean, I'm not one for like kind of surfing internet comment sections, but uh, of the star thing, I did see one jump out at me, and it was that like Star has basically raided the VHS collection in all the secondhand shops. Yeah, absolutely. Because like Scandal's there, it's Lost the is there. Like Shallow Hal stuff you never <laughs> think to watch. Oh my god, Shallow Hal! <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's where the great movie. Blast from the past, yeah. like that. <laughs> Pretty woman. <laughs> oh, no, don't get me wrong. Um, I will crash into American Dad at high speed, but like, yeah, there is this sort is of. Is that like, on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The favorites on there. I'm definitely going to watch that. Twenty four yeah, in the, the X Files. The, the one I jumped on immediately was Atlanta. Oh yeah, it's. Uh, Donald Glover show. Have you heard of this, Katie? Mm-mm. Atlanta. Do you know, you know, do you know Donald Glover? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, everybody knows Donald Glover riding He's on his dad's coat. Literally tails. everything. Donald uh, Glover has a dad? <laughs> yeah, Danny Glover. I Legal did not know that. Is that his? Yeah. I, 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 I never, I always kind of, I could never remember if they were, if they were related. I don't think they are. I think they are. Aren't they like father and son? I don't think so. I'm going to have to find this out. Anyway, well, it's... while you're doing that, I take back all my cynicism. Office Space, Idiocracy, and Scrubs are all on here. Scrubs. Scrubs is great. <laughs> uh, well, Scrubs and is the also happening. on all four. Scrubs is on all four for free. Are you just plugging the all four app like there's no tomorrow? It's free! <laughs> you're all four paying you. <laughs> They're not, but if they want to. <laughs> all four, give me money. <laughs> All four across the show. Yeah, come on, we're waiting. <laughs> uh, but no, Atlanta's incredible. Like, if you're looking for something to watch, it's absolutely something I recommend. It's it's his show. It's basically like the whole premise is that like he's uh, he's he starts managing his cousin's rap project, and but it's just kind of a through line of just kind of a dark comedy about uh, lower class living in Atlanta, and it's it's so bizarrely funny. <laughs> Oh, has it got like a Portlandia vibe to it? Is it, uh, is it like grounded? Of, I don't or? know a lot of Portlandia, but it's a, it's off kilter. It's just a bit weird. One of the, one of the funniest gags. It's just a is a black kid in school with just white face, just staring at the camera. <laughs> it's so it's just <laughs> odd, but it's it's like it's so funny. Oh my god! How how does he move from that to like a Lando Calrissian Disney Plus TV show? Uh, like, would he not be so bored? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will. I will eat my words. Apparently, they're not related. Ah, uh, well, That's I mean, shame. it's it's a worthwhile guess because everyone in Hollywood is somehow related. Mm. I've got homework for you now. You've got to find out who his real parents are. We're gonna Star Wars this. I just xed <laughs> the Wikipedia article, man. <laughs> I gotta bring this back up again. You gotta look. I've seen your computer on Sheen's You always have tabs open. I'm sure you, you can leave, find it. You leave my tabs out of this. <laughs> you leave my tabs alone. I am running a business and four Instagram accounts. I'm allowed to have tabs. My tabs, my she precious is an antique tabs. You can have as many tabs as you like. <laughs> <laughs> I have four different email accounts open right now, so like you leave me alone. <laughs> yes, but you have only two hands. I think. <laughs> no, no, no. The other, the other. No, no. She got more. They're just busy building dice. <laughs> yeah, there All are right. dice, by the way, Kev, and more are coming. <laughs> I've seen. I've seen. Well, then, while while Katie is doing this incredible research, do will we segue into Bridgerton? Since the entire world is talking about it. I suppose we Okay, I have found it. Before we go into Bridgerton, his parents are Donald Glover Sr. and Beverly Glover. That's nice. I bet they're very proud of him. (laughs) The biggest surprise is that he doesn't call himself Donald Glover II. Because that would really go with his personality. No, he calls himself Don Glover. Eh? There's an episode in this. (laughs) 
Uh, he actually actually said it in an interview. He said it was something along the lines of it took him, you know, 20 odd years or whatever to realize that his name was actually Dong Lover. See, that seems true of his character in Community. <laughs> <laughs> was, oh God, it's just, I just remember like of the, of the gag in Community where like, he was so repressed that he thought he was actually a year younger than a year older than he thought he was <laughs> because of his because uh, of his Jehovah's Witnesses upbringing. I think it was like that he didn't turn five for some reason. I can believe that. <laughs> anyway, we're short on time. Bridgerton, go. Uh, 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 not safe for radio. <laughs> 50 words or less. Okay, okay. We won't talk about the content because it's hardly too raunchy. We're on Uh, at five. (laughs) We're on at five. But Uh, why... Considering considering the the best portmanteau I've heard for it is uh, riding prejudice. (laughs) 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 Okay, let me ask a different question that's slightly safer. Okay, The, 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 the explicit content aside... Mm. I, I have been watching it. I haven't caught up. I haven't finished it yet. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's 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 the it's like I I've kind of gotten into that this period piece stuff very recently. Uh, but it's just that right amount of like wonderfully beautiful cinematography, hilariously sharp writing, uh, and just very engaging melodrama, all wrapped up in a cast that is exceptionally good looking. <laughs> well, don't they do? Don't they do as well? The music in the show is like kind of orchestra versions yeah. of current pop songs. I, I've heard. I oh, I didn't know that. I call "Thank You" next, uh, but I mm. haven't picked up on much more. I don't. I haven't been listening for it. But "Thank You" next was very obvious. Oh, that's that's great. I've got a Spotify binge to go to now. But can I ask you guys? Like, I mean, this is really like. I mean, I know like a new thing on Netflix will kind of grab people's imaginations every couple of weeks, but this one has hung around for a while and really grabbed people's imaginations. Like what, a- apart from the explicit, what is like, is it that really kind of about this that has caught people's imaginations? Because these things are kind of a dime a dozen, like. I think it's like, I, I think it's a, it's a combination of things. I think uh, like one factor is Netflix just kind of being on another role of kind of producing stuff like a, uh, I'd say a lot of people that are watching it probably watch The Queen's Gambit and still have their Netflix account and we're still kind of hanging around. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) More gremlins. (laughs) Uh, Why isn't this video? (laughs) So like, you know, you have something like The Queen's Gambit that got such like massive critical acclaim and much mass, a lot of massive buzz. Mm. Uh, Don't spoil it. I'm like two episodes from the end. I won't. Chess, 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 chess. Um, so, like, people have had it to, like, watch the Queen's Gambit through her mouth. Then Bridget comes out, Netflix advertises that a bunch, and then mm. the same kind of crowd that was watching the drama of the Queen's Gambit just jump ship right out. Uh, so okay. One big factor as to kind of why it exploded the way it did. Uh, another obvious one, lockdown. Right. <laughs> people are at home. People are bored. People are bored. Craving and... that Regency life. Oof. And then, yeah, like on top of that, it's just like, it's just a very well-made show. Yeah, I would, I can't contest that at all because I wasn't planning on getting into it, but uh, we're staying uh, with my partner's aunt at the moment. And like, um, we were kind of watching it kind of over her shoulder a bit. And like every now and again, like the Duke and uh, his kind of love interest would kind of have a spat and nearly make up and then not. And after one of them, like she shouted something wonderful, like "God damn it, I want to go to bed!" <laughs> but like you can't stop watching it. It's got a really, really hypnotic quality to it. There's, it's just the right amount of silly, but it's kind of self-aware and well crafted. Like it's not embarrassed about itself. It it's succeeding at what it wants to be. Like oh yeah, no, the writing is so sharp. The writing mm. is is absolutely on point where they're kind of like flourishing it with these very kind of a uh, mm. Victorian era embellishments. Yeah. But it's all still flowed and pointed enough to really kind of get the point across that you're not lost in the weeds. And I like the, the, the thing that grabs me is, uh, is the set design. Just like watching the show is enjoyable because mm. everything you're looking at is stunning. Like, especially some of the, the party scenes. 
uh, where they're just so visually engaging, I can't actually look away. I've tried, like, I tried to watch an episode or two, like, back and a half watching it, sitting mm. on the couch playing the switch, and then I'd put the switch down after 10 minutes because I just got, I just had to look. <laughs> and again, and, and something I, I have to just keep bringing up is that the cast are as good looking as set design. I can't stop. I think that's another big reason. Everybody in the show is so hot, you guys. <laughs> oh my God, can we plaster that across the, the poster on Netflix? <laughs> Please, just Netflix, hire me. I will shill this show. So hang on, is, is this going to be like the next, so you know the way people say that the mummy from mm. the 90s is like, you know, oh, oh, it's what yeah, turned no. everyone bisexual. Is oh, this yeah, going to no, be the new thing? The buys, by the buys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Wait, you what? Well you cannot just drop that fact in, Katie, and not explain it to me. Yeah, so the mummy, you know, you've seen the mummy. The, the Many Frazier. times. Yeah, so all of the cast of the mummy have been deemed so hot, so beautiful, that it was unanimously decided that any child that watched the mummy back in the day grew up to be bisexual. Uh, yeah, no, you, you caught me. Hi. Yeah. Hello, Hi, me too. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna have to do some soul searching. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's not hard to find. You just look at Brendan Fraser. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 they are a beautiful cast, though. All of them, yeah. all of them. Is, yeah, it, is it, that it, why the new Mummy film failed? No, the new Mummy film failed because it had no idea what it wanted to be. Well, it wanted to be everything. God, yeah. an appeal to China and Still also the West. Still holding for Dark Universe, come on. It's not going to happen. It's a mummy film without a mummy or Egypt. Also, you know, to be that person, because I'm always that person, the blatant sexism in it. Oh, really? I've never watched it. Yeah. Oh, you haven't seen the new one. <laughs> no, so it's, okay, bother. so you, you know the premise of the old one. You know, the mm. mummy comes back to life. Everybody's mm. running away because he's like all powerful. Mm. Oh my God, run away from the mummy. Mm. Male mummy. Put a cat in the mummy's face, yeah. Yeah, right? Okay. So in the new one, it's a female mummy. Mm -hmm. And she gets captured in all of about five minutes. Mm -hmm. Oh, is that She spends most of the movie chained to a podium, except for at one point when she somehow escapes and then uses men to do her bidding. Yeah, and it's worse than that. She mummifies them by kissing them and sucking out their souls, which I don't remember the bald chap in the original Mummy doing. No, because Imhotep knew what was what. (laughs) Imhotep had priorities. It's, you know what, it's... Oh, 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 and the big thing is that (laughs) her whole motivation is to bring her lover into the world, which, yeah, okay, Imhotep had the same idea, but he wanted to bring his love back from the dead, whereas she wanted to bring, you know, a spirit or a god or whatever it is into the world. Yeah, they make it clear that her devil thing she's trying to bring in wouldn't be like a suppliant devil. It would be like a god of death, superior sort of. But yeah. like the mummy, that mummy thing, not to go too far into this, is just a big hot mess anyway, because it's yeah. trying to do... It's trying to do the pop feminism thing of having a cool female lead. But like you said, she spends most of the movie in chains because Tom Cruise is the lead and she has to be redeemable because she's going to join the Dark Universe Avengers later. And they spend half the movie in the Dark Universe version of the helicarrier, setting up all these things. Dr. Jekyll is there. For no reason. Uh, For no reason. Question for for teacher. Uh, How dressed was the mummy? Not very. Cool, just for... Yeah, not I'll put very. it this no, way. Going to make that, going to mark that on the record, cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. More than the woman in the first scene of the Brendan Fraser mummy, but then again, that was quite a short scene. Yeah. Yeah. But also, yeah, the whole Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde thing, that's never explained. <laughs> no. It's, oh, and it, most of the movie takes place in Afghanistan and then England, because they're obviously, like, Maybe they're trying not to be racist, but also accidentally being offensive. It's like uh, it's the it's the ultimate example of like a camel being a horse made by committee of like everyone was terrified of doing the wrong thing. So they did half of a good idea and put them all together. And what you end up with is a snowstorm thing attacking London with Tom Cruise running away and nothing. Oh, and the Knights Templar for some reason attacking like 
Tom it really Cruise. It sounds like it and was a mummy movie made by nobody that wants to make a mummy movie. Yeah, that's exactly it. Like it's they went with the mummy to launch their universe because there was two Frankenstein movies the year before and two Dracula movies the year before. So they were like, oh, that's not going to work. We got to trust the numbers. And they went with a mummy movie without a mummy because they were terrified of alienating their audience. But also maybe um, one of you guys can correct me on this. I believe China also has a big thing around ghosts in movies. So she can't be like a proper mummy zombie. She's more of a spirit raised by the devil. So it's not really it's it's a film for no one. Basically, they've tried to appeal to everyone and they've ended up with like a mishmash of nothing remotely appealing. Oh, and uh, Tom Cruise has a dead friend that haunts him as well. Mm. Of course. Like, like just, every movie should. It's just <laughs> not a great movie, and I'm very sorry that I hijacked the Bridgerton discussion. Not at all. I have been meaning to unburden this for quite a while. It's the <laughs> ultimate... There's a lot of movies like this, but it's the ultimate movie where if you you can kind of guess where the dialogue before they say it yeah. Like, you know, it's, I mean, I'm kind of riffing on Red Letter Media here, but like, you know, it's the archaeologist will go, This isn't a tomb. And in your head, you're going, It's a prison. It's a prison. It's a prison. It's a prison. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. I will say, just, just for posterity or whatever it is, if you haven't seen it, watch it once and then forget about it. And don't pay for it. Don't pay for it. No, watch it once. Push. Do watch the original trailer they released without the finished audio. I believe oh, I showed so it to funny. you, Katie. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. In case we need, in case you for, and people who remember this have forgotten, it's the, the mummy's first impression to the world was they released a trailer without all the layers of audio put on it. So like you had like a, an airplane crashing without any sound, except now and again, someone will go, ah! <laughs> and someone who clearly wasn't Tom Cruise going ah ah the same looped over and over <laughs> I need to watch that again God I have not seen this this it's you know what uh, uh, we should have a conversation with Dara about copyright because I'm because oh. like we we may be able to fix this into an episode somewhere without context <laughs> I I absolutely I think I have spent a mummy evening. Um, <laughs> But I've got to make time in my my new current obsession, which has been the Resident Evil franchise. Oh, that's a segue. I've what are they my... on now? How many have they done at this point? Oh, no, what I are they like, on? That's a question. They're making. They're currently. They're rebooting it for Netflix, and I don't. I think they're trying to kind of put it back into the games this time. Oh, don't I had know. heard that. Yeah. Don't know. I'll find out when I get it. I'm on the. I I I've dived into the dumpster. <laughs> I, uh, I I have I have acquired all six of the live actions, but I started off with. There's the only six. There's only six live actions. It but feels like there's more. But there was three animated movies. Like three. Resident Resident Evil is the ultimate. Oh, let's try anything. Thing every let's installment. Let's just thro- throw it all at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. No, Did we make Evil enough was... to try again? All right. No, Resident Evil was hey, my wife's lead. Let's make her look as cool as possible. They did succeed. They, yeah. In fairness, they did do that. Yeah, I will. I will also. I will make the case that the first Resident Evil movie is actually good. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's the best good. one. It's it's good in a kind of dated two thousand y everything's oh, yeah, edgy it's, it's guitar soundtrack type way. Like I think the, it's the best one. Oh, it's easily the best one. That's that's yeah. not a, that's not a contest. Mm. I mean, just in general, it's a movie I'd actually go and watch. Yeah, I love enjoyable. the first one. It's great. Uh, but yeah, no, I dived into. Resident Evil Degeneration, and it's it's tra- it's trash. It's trash, and you have to watch it. It's it's so bad. It's- is that is that the one with with the, the one with the guy, um, <laughs> Jorah Mormont, and he's got like lots of clones or something? Uh, no, no. This is the one with the pl- this is the one of the Air Force, or half it's in the Air Force. Oh, I didn't see it's, that one then. It's 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 a you know it's a zombie outbreak. Oh wait wait, that's the animated one. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I've seen that one. Yeah, it's bad. Okay, Kev, I, I challenge you to come up with a more interesting title for each of these Resident Evils, like Harry Potter style, like Resident Evil and the and one with the... the maze of lasers. <laughs> Resident Evil and the. Oh jeez. <laughs> Just t- try telling them apart. Resident Evil and the Endless Desert. I mean, it's it's exactly it's. Like the only thing I'm picturing is 
it's it's a word generator, but designed in the same way they revealed Metal Gear Rising subtitle, right. where they got the words ven- revenge and vengeance and literally smashed them together <laughs> into the word revengeance. That's brilliant. <laughs> and it's just, that's how they create Resident Evil titles. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's brilliant. <laughs> just, like, just like going straight to the thesaurus and going, oh, what have we got what's, left? Okay, what's, where are we? okay, we go to the word bad or yeah. the word toxic. Uh, met, let's see, Resident Evil Antiquated. Yeah, that works. <laughs> <laughs> Resident Evil Poisons Full Dead. Resident Evil <laughs> Bad. <laughs> Resident Evil Don't Dead Open Inside. <laughs> Resident well, Evil Virus. Takes Manhattan. Me, Manhattan. Oh my god. No, the, the jarring point though was the fact that I like what got me onto it was I replayed Resi 4 mm. there a couple of days ago because I have to do that every year because I'm beholden to a curse. Love that game. <laughs> <laughs> How many like, low walls stopped you? Not many. I know all the low walls. <laughs> um but like and obviously in it Leon Kennedy is like snar he's this he's special agent Leon Kennedy out to save the president's daughter in a leather jacket. And an emo fringe. All the time. And the best fringe. <laughs> <laughs> Crawled right out of the Backstreet Boys bleeding change room. <laughs> I love the bits. <laughs> and then you have that guy who's like, Hey, you wanna buy any cream eggs? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> the merchant in Resi 4. The Go on to buy purple. some death sticks. <laughs> Literally. He just he just walks up and he opens his trench coat and he's like, you want to buy some stuff? Oh, <laughs> that's what that's from. Because I remember the JonTron thing. They Jar Jar Binksified that character. And like, what's the use of buying? Oh, no. Vegeta has wares if you've got coin. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. So going going from Resi 4 where like Leon is one-liners and stark comments the entire time, they made him gritty white man protagonist into generation. And I know it only came out like a year, like a couple of years after Resi 4. It was not long. And they make him just so grim and stoic and just sad. <laughs> like even That's movies. Fact, like, just like I think he like I like he and said, it's just like you could tell what he was going to say next. Yeah, like, I I do have a soft spot for those kind of movies, though. It makes me feel clever. Oh, it's bad. It's, yeah. I haven't earned it, but I feel it. <laughs> As you need that sometimes. In these, in these trying times. <coughs> uh, so, yeah, that's, that's my weekend, is watching the other two of them and then jumping to the live actions. Nice. God bless it. God bless it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, and then you know, I'll, 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 by the time I say that, I'll run out. I'll have I'll have uh, Resident Evil Eight, so I get to do good Resident Evil things. Then is there good? Are there good Resident Evil things? Yes, Resident Evil Four. We were just talking about it. Okay, well, sorry, I had to take off my headphones because a Pringle was coming back and trying to take me with it. <laughs> <laughs> Once you pop, you can't stop. <laughs> Resident Evil Pringle Death. <laughs> it's the Pringles man, but it's got a giant bulb's eye on its arm. <laughs> have you seen, oh my god, have you seen the fan arts of people? The John that? Oliver thing, yeah. Yeah, oh, it was John Oliver, yeah, the fan arts of the Pringles man's body. Oh yeah! <laughs> we keep talking about these very visual things on our radio show. It's okay, Dara, Dara's got work to do to make the thumbnail. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Dara, please just, just make it the most bizarre Pinterest board you can find. The mummy is going to be chasing the Pringles man while the Bridgerton characters admire the oh, Spider-Man no. title. If, if Dara, if Dara, please, if you have time for Photoshop, just put the Pringles man's face on Brendan Fraser's body. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I watched that movie. I need this. Yeah. With the something, this episode will make you bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get them hits, baby. <laughs> oh my goodness! Do we have time to talk about Nintendo? Yes, I wish Lisa was here. We absolutely do. We've still there's got like always time. We're always time, always time for Nintendo. Because I've been in lockdown so long, I actually can't tell how the flow of time works. Even I'm looking <laughs> at a clock in front of me. But uh, yeah, we have time. Are you are you going to talk with the direct? I haven't seen it, but I've seen a lot of people annoyed about it. I was hoping one of you could interpret it for me. Uh, well, okay. There's, I think there's two biggies, probably right. why people aren't happy with it. The one is 
because people are annoyed about Smash because nobody is ever happy about Smash. Okay, you're going to have to explain this one to me. It's They revealed a new Smash character. It is... Oh, it's the hero from Dragon Quest or something, right? No, oh. no, he's already in it. It was a... Uh... Fire Emblem, is it? No, but the other one everyone's mad at. Uh, <laughs> Zenigear, Zenoblade Chronicles. It's one of the Oh, okay, gotcha, right? gotcha. Uh, and obviously, Zenoblade not being Goku, everyone was just mad about it. You can't have Goku. He's too powerful. No, they got Steve. They've they've already broken that barrier. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like it's just kind of like it's it's the same kind of thing. It's the same complaint everyone makes the Fire Emblem characters in that there's already too many Zenoblade characters and they want something truly absurd even though they've already gotten truly absurd. They but just like got this, Sephiroth, didn't they? Yeah. But like, this is the thing that Nintendo does. They kind of dangle this amazing thing over you, you know, like like they did with, so there was the whole news that they were renewing Zelda trademarks. Mm. Um, and they were they were dangling Ocarina of Time and, and stuff like that. And then they gave us Skyward Sword. That's, no, again, that's, the second point people are upset about. For a start, the fact that they kind of, which I actually, I fully respected them coming out and saying uh, it was, uh, uh, the Zelda lead is KJ Namora, I think, I cannot remember. But that he came out and he first off said, it was like, you're probably seeing me expecting Breath of the Wild 2 news. Nope, we, we don't have news. <laughs> yeah, because that's pushed back to next year, I think. Probably, yeah. I was like, I, I kind of wasn't expecting anything, but I like the fact. I respect the fact that they came. I was like, no, we're not, we're not hinting anything here. We genuinely don't have Breath of the Wild, dude. Yeah, because that's what I. That's why already. I don't watch these game things. It always feels like they're blowing smoke. I mean, obviously, yeah, I know it's are. advertising, but like, it's like they, they, I just, I just miss when games just came out. You know, I don't like the corporate <laughs> aspect of it. It feels yeah. so self-congratulatory. It kind of is. It's the whole thing of like they, they. You know, they're, they do the whole build-up. They're like, it's happening. Yeah. We're doing a direct, all yeah. of this kind of stuff. And everyone gets really, really excited because of all the rumors that have been building. And yeah. then they release the news and it's like, oh, is that it? Pat it's yourself on the back there. It's never going to meet their expectations. And yeah. like, there's, there's even like, it's a weird kind of counterculture with Nintendo having realized that. Because when they do like third party and indie directs, they have to put out disclaimers to say, we're not releasing first party news here. <laughs> Don't spam the chat with, with Smash comments. I just, I, indie games. I wish our Pokemon ambassador was on this episode because I feel, even only being passively in Pokemon groups, I feel so bad for all these people who are just thirsty for a Diamond and Pearl remake and they keep not getting it and they keep interpreting like people following different accounts at a corporate level as being a clue that they're going to get it at any point. Like, you know, that's what I'm talking about. They dangle. Yeah. They're like, Oh, look at this shiny apple. Now eat this turd. (laughs) Now Mario's going to play golf. Yeah. Everyone's really excited about Mario playing golf. Actually funny story about that. So I was watching it with, uh, with, with Louise. Uh, I kind of was like, eh, Mario Golf, though. I just kind of jokingly to her, and she's like, no, can't stop, stop. No. And then they really, then they actually, then they announced halfway through the trailer that they, that you could put your, your me in there. And then she's like, oh, hold on a second. I get to play golf with Mario. But like, have, <laughs> wow, have you seen? Wow, playing golf outdoors, and it's me. Have it's like being seen? outside. But like, have you seen the absolute, like, euphoric joyousness from the fans being like, oh my God, Mario Golf. Really? Really? I yeah. Seen, I haven't seen the explosive hype about it. I've just People seen it are like... so excited. Man. Game yeah. is crazy. <laughs> I'm just like, fix 3D All-Stars, please. <laughs> I like 3D All-Stars. No, I liked it, but the, the first two, the... The 64 and the sunshine, like the camera controls are so janky. Yeah, I suppose you're getting into that sort of, because Dara's not here, George Lucasy thing of kind of, is it ethical to like modify the originals? Would that make sanitize them more? I would have liked if they just put out the DS version as an option. <laughs> yeah. They fixed the camera in that one. Yeah. Or yeah, make it an option. That's like, I'm, I've been replaying yeah. the Spyro trilogy, Do- just the, yeah. the Spyro Reignited trilogy, and the amount of just kind of like, customization to be like do you want it like this or like the original mm. yeah it's so good i mean even do something like uh what was a halo anniversary where they had it you press a button and it would that flip was a between brilliant the old feature. And the new. yeah that was awesome 
I, yeah. I, I, had, I had no interest in Halo, but that was really cool. Yeah. Really good idea. It's a, so, for, you know, for people who want it kind of more updated to a, a current climate mm. or people who want the nostalgia, you can like flip between the two. That's true. Although now this conversation has got me nervous about Pokemon Snap because I was looking forward to that and I'm about to realize I did not enjoy it as much as that's I used to. Not, yeah, but this isn't a remake. This that, that's a this is a full blown like new Pokemon Snap. Game. Oh, yeah, it's I a brand see. new one. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was going to be like a nostalgia thing. No, it's it's kind of like it's more like the next installment. Well, right. I mean it's it's a nostalgia thing in so much that it's Pokemon Snap. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you could say that about anything, you know, Zelda, Mario, yeah. Animal Crossing, like yeah. Pokemon. It's all even if you play the new one, it's still nostalgia. Yeah. That's true. I am I'm interested to see if they'll because the Switch has a button that takes photos. I'm wondering will they incorporate that into the game somehow? Maybe. I Maybe. think that, that I think it's I think that's kinda of hard like they could, but I think that's pretty hardwired in the Switch to just photo capture what's yeah. on the screen. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm waiting for Netflix because we've been told we're getting Netflix on the Switch with no release date. Are we? Yeah. They did. Oh. They hinted. They hinted at it. They said they were in talks with Netflix, but they didn't. They but didn't what, give a date. But what for though? Like, I mean, you, you, we were already watching it on TVs, and it's already on our phones. Like, I don't. What's the value well, of it being on? Yeah, the Switch? but it it doesn't really make sense that like this this thing is like mm. portable on the go, or you can hook it into your TV, and all of the endless possibilities. And mm. they gave us YouTube, but not Netflix. Is YouTube on there? YouTube is on the Switch, yeah. This is the kind of thing. I know YouTube is on it. I've never installed YouTube on the Switch. No. It feels weird. There's something, like, compared to, like, my PlayStation, which I, like, Mm. is pretty much my dedicated home entertainment box. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, that's, you know, my YouTube, my Netflix, and all PlayStation. I never think to watch things on a Switch. Like, Nintendo has always kind of been, Nintendo, at least kind of in my mind, the way they kind of built themselves has always been strictly games. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I, I'm the opposite. Like, well, I was 100% Xbox kid until last year, and then I got a Switch. And, like, now I only use my Xbox for, you know, watching TV. So if they came out with, here, you can watch TV on your Switch, I would just move over to that full time. Okay, but here's the caveat, because, like, I spent an hour yesterday trying to get the internet to, for, to work for my nephew's account and navigating what Nintendo thinks access to the internet is. Would it yeah. be worth it? Like if you took to install Netflix and then have to create a new email account and then all these weird little, oh, is it PG? To, to get to the stuff that's rated over 12s, you're going to have to set up an alternate account and a pa- password. It just, I don't know, having TV on there seems like a bit like Disney Plus and Star. But seems like, it, like a breach of their the kind of same appeal. Could, the same could be said for any console, though. I mean, if you have kids on an Xbox, you have to set all that stuff up. True, if you have kids but on Xbox, a PlayStation. But, but Xbox Switch, isn't branded the, as a kid's thing, though. No, but it's then, very no, teeny. I'd even hmm. say that, like, I'd, I'd even say, like, kind of piggyback off what Keen said first was the Switch's, the Switch's UI is clunky, especially with dealing with, mm. with anything online. It is difficult to navigate. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I know that they market it more towards kids, but we all know that the majority of people buying Switches in lockdown are bored adults. Yes, that's fair. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. It's, look, at, look at us. We're, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> look, us. We've got <laughs> they, our Animal Crossing Islands. Like, We've no shame. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I, I would at least like to have the option of Netflix. Even if most people don't use it, I would still like to have the option. Okay, that's fair. I think, my, my, I think what as well, like it, it never kind of clicked for me because I know the Switch is very low power intensity. Hmm. Like knowing it only maxes out at 1080, I just, I know I wouldn't, I'm getting very quality snob here. <laughs> well, yeah, but don't, don't forget the Switch Pro is coming. No, not another one. Uh, well, you know, no, it's, it's the same console. It's just, up, it, they've upped it to 4K. Oh no. Okay. Okay. I didn't, I'm terrified that a new console will come out and suddenly I'm not 
able to play the Switch in a meaningful way anymore because I do yeah, migrate no, they, the games over. Like they kind of they were thinking that as well because during the last lo- few lockdowns and stuff, their Switch sales skyrocketed, mm. and there were rumors of a new one coming out that people were going, "Well, why did we buy this one when there's a mm. new one coming?" But Nintendo actually released a statement saying it's the same console; it's just got 4K and better motion controls. To be fair, Nintendo. I mean, I know it's frustrating for porting games back and forth, but I like the fact that at least with Nintendo there's a new novel aspect to each of their consoles. I, yeah. I really begrudge the practice of, like, in practice, what's the difference between a PlayStation 5 and a PlayStation 4? Like, Better graphics? I mean, apart from the fact that that uh, Cyberpunk game doesn't work on one of them, like, you know. I Cyberpunk doesn't work on de- anything. <laughs> I can give a very detailed list, Keen, if you would like. <laughs> well, we've got, what, 10 minutes? I, we, I'm amazed we actually haven't talked about Cyberpunk once on this show. Considering it's all the internet has talked about. Because outside of Darren, none of us have played it. (laughs) Ah, Darren hasn't played it either. Darren Darren bought it. No, Darren bought it and put it on a shelf until they fix it. Oh, the snobbery crown has been (laughs) removed from Kev's head. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Uh, Darren, I know you're editing this, you poor thing. (laughs) Yeah, like, I, I, being, like... I, I know what you mean when you say no uh, distinct differences between consoles. I, I I am a snob for that kind of thing and would very much like 4K and a solid state drive in my console, please and thank you. Is it like okay. Malibu Stacy, but with the new hat? With the new hat. <laughs> <laughs> but she's got a new hat. I, I, have, you, have you seen the PS5? It has a new hat. It looks like Seto Kaiba without his head. Yeah, it has like the, the shoulder. And if, and if that's not appealing... I don't know what it is. <laughs> In fairness, though, the new Xbox looks like you could build a house out of them. No, a fridge. Wasn't it? Somebody said it looked like a fridge, so they oh, made no, a fridge. This was, this was something we went into on an episode earlier. There, there was a fridge. Yeah, they made a fridge. They made uh, a fridge. I, think it was, I don't think it was sold. I think it was one and they competitioned it. Yeah. Um, Wasn't that the same episode where we discovered that you could put like golf balls in the Xbox new thing and all that kind of stuff? Oh yeah, this was, oh, this, was this was this was don't vape into your Xbox. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah you're right. You're right. Throwback. <laughs> All hey, the plot threads are converging in this episode. Hey, listen, you know, advice still relevant as ever. Kids, don't vape into your Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> don't vape into consoles. <laughs> it's not good for it. It's in not, fact, if you're talking kids here, just don't vape. Just don't vape. <laughs> just don't vape. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna, I, okay. To be honest, again, when I say kids, I mean you know. Oh, late 20s, early 30s. So this is a warning specifically for the two people on this call, Kev. <laughs> Katie, Keen, please do yourselves a favor. Don't vape into your Xbox. And if you must vape, do it away from the consoles. And the children. <laughs> if away you from must, the children. If you are staggering yeah. me much, if you, if you have no other recourse but to vape. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I fear for this generation. My baby already knows how to say Nintendo Switch. <laughs> she wants what she wants and Mario yeah. Kart and, and she says Animal Crossing but she calls it Teddies oh Teddies <laughs> that's what it is though just friends just soft friends yeah. I'm hello not even, Teddies you're my best friends I'm not even kidding I, I fired up the Switch the other day because you know with work and everything mm. now it's very very rare that I actually get a chance and I was like I better go on to Animal Crossing because I can't remember the last time that I was mm. actually on that game and my whole island was covered in weeds and all of my neighbors were like oh, we thought you'd been kidnapped or something. You've been gone for a whole month. <laughs> and it wasn't just like, you know, oh, we, you know, you've been gone for a month. Every time they said something, it was a whole month. You've been away for a whole month. I've heard that's a thing. Yeah. It's much worse than earlier Animal Crossing games. Yeah. But yeah, it's me and Stevie. We share an island. And because I get to play it the most because Stevie's busy being a mother. And like the hippo got salty me the other day saying, I haven't seen Stevie in a while. I'm like, she's busy. <laughs> he said that to you. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that hippo's got shade. No, I remember. <laughs> I was a couple of years ago, uh, my friend Mikey bought uh, the the Wii one. I can't remember. Mm. Uh, the Wii Animal Crossing. And, you know, he bought it. He played it for a while. Had fun. A year or so goes by. <laughs> and we're just sitting in the pub. And he's kind of there. So, Oh God! I was like, "What?" Like, I've been trying to Animal Crossing in over a year. 
Hate me right now. All right, guys, gonna have to stop you there. Um, if you've enjoyed the show and want to get the rest of it, go over to nerdsnowmedia.com right now where you can find links to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, all that good stuff. We are there and we're waiting for you guys to join us. Of course, if you're checking us out on Phoenix 92.5 FM, thank you so much. We do appreciate it. But come over and hang out with us live every Wednesday where we take the show on YouTube. We have our live chat there. We're waiting to hear from you. Again, thank you very much. Uh, if you're listening to us on our stream or on Spotify, hang on, guys. We'll be back after this short break. But from everyone here on Nerdfinal Media, we'll see you after this break. Or Phoenix 92.5 FM, we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Check out the rest of Rewind here on Phoenix 92.5 FM every Tuesday at 8pm to 9pm. And of course, over on NerdToKnowMedia.com, the only wrestling podcast by wrestling fans who don't hate wrestling. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production. Welcome to Overtime here on Nerd to Know Media. But that's the thing, like, about the new one anyway, is that, so, like, I haven't played any of the older ones, but I've heard that they kind of give you grief if you've been away for a oh, while. Oh, they move. They leave but, the island. Yeah, but in the new one, so in the new one, as far as I'm aware, they don't move away, because, like, I was gone for a month and everyone was still there. But they kind of, they go the opposite route. They kind of guilt you. They're like, oh, we really missed you. Like, you've been gone for a whole month. Where have yeah. you been? I thought you didn't like me anymore. I got that off the mayor guy. Like he was like, uh, they won't leave, but they can't ask for your permission to leave. Yeah. Oh, don't be putting that guilt trip on my shoulders, Teddy Bear. I know, I know. I have favorites that when they ask me to leave, I'm like, how dare I'm, I'm, you? I'm Wanda Maximoff in this. If you're on this island, you're staying. You're I know, entertaining there's, my there's, daughter. There's some that can leave, but like there's the favorites like my favorite is my neighbor who's a dog named bones and all he cares about is snacks and like he is not allowed to leave he threw me a birthday party he's never leaving <laughs> there's got to be an animal crossing one division overlap we can do maybe i i've still i've still got a soft spot in my heart for the for the doom animal crossing crossovers <laughs> it was a beautiful like it was, it was a perfect time relic for the uh, for the start of lockdown it was when the, the start of the last lockdown when Animal Crossing first came out Doom Eternal came out the same day <laughs> That's and it, the incident was just like yeah Doom Guy and Isabel besties uh, <laughs> didn't somebody make Silent Hill in Animal Crossing as well probably they like they turned their whole island into Silent Hill, and then they waited for it to get foggy. <laughs> Look, <laughs> it's like The Sims or the Halo sandbox. Someone somewhere has made it, which is why I really need to get into that dream traveling feature that's in it. Wait, what dream? Tra- I'm not yeah, sure if you've done yeah. game. Yeah, they add. So they added basically what happened was they had when the game came out, they had this feature where you could go visit other islands, mm-hmm. but like the person had to be there. For you to go visit and what was happening was people were going and like digging up other people's flowers and stealing all their fruit and everything so they add they added this option of dream travel which is that when you go to sleep you can upload a dream of your island and then when other people go to sleep they can dream and go visit your island but they can't touch anything it's very sandman dr strangey type logic but basically yeah. you can visit other people's gaff and not wreck them. And not steal anything. Yes. Although I think they fixed that as well. They fixed this because I remember, didn't you have trouble trying to take one of my sandcastles when I was like, have one of my many sandcastles? Yes, that's it. They've, <laughs> they've, they've set it up so that now if you're swapping things, you have to come to their island and drop them off. You can't just wreck and like steal a whole dinosaur skeleton from mm. some poor unsuspecting Animal Crossing villager. <laughs> Good times. Good, good times. times. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose just kind of piggybacking off of that, jumping back to the direct. Are you too excited about the uh, the, the Mario editions that are coming? I don't know what these are. You know, oh yeah, you didn't watch the direct. Mm. Uh, they're basically part, as part of the whole Mario's 35th anniversary. They're just putting a bunch of like Mario stuff in Animal Crossing. Oh, oh I heard about Mario that. Mario costumes, yeah. like the, the mystery blocks, the uh, the piranha plants, and like apparently the one that again Louise pointed out to me was you can now have warp tunnels 
to move from one side of your island to the next. Okay, That'll I be want that. really handy. I'm going to have to redo my island anyway because I planted way too many flowers and then in the winter there was nowhere to build snowmen. I had far too many flowers. Uh, but yeah, I think that update's coming in like March. It's, it's a free update. I think it's coming in like March-ish. Okay. Time. So it's not now, but it's coming out. I'm sure Speaking if you do a battle across, it'll, it'll go to fire. Speaking of Mario, actually, the Lego Mario sets are class if you haven't oh, yeah. played with them. Yeah, you can actually do games with them. Like the, the little Mario figure, he reacts to the blocks and the That's Lego it. figures he jumps on and all that kind of stuff. I've seen the videos of them. They look like a like a very intensive piece of kit, but what kind of got me is they don't look like Lego. They they just they look like their own kind of thing that just are separate to Lego. It's uh, to be honest, the ship has sailed on Lego looking like Lego since yeah. Star Wars joined the family. Yeah. I I'm fine with that. Yeah. Like, but yeah, like I've seen I've seen them around, like I've seen the ads for them, I've seen them in the shop and just yeah, like they're very cool pieces of kit. They look like just kind of little courses you can run. Well, the nice thing is, is that all the expansion packs are just like, oh, here's a tower of spiky guys. Here's a Yoshi. Here's a this. So you can really just build it whatever way you want. If you were, I'm sure someone out there has bought like 10 of each set and done a mad, crazy course. And the little Mario gives you 60 seconds to get from one end to the other. So like, you know, if you wanted it, there is like a gaming ingredient to it. That's cool. Oh, I don't think I've actually been on the show since they showed. Did you guys see the video for uh, Super Mario World in Japan? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, Paint does a picture as vivid no, as Matt Damon and Arthur. It's the Super Mario theme park. Okay. Um, I'm really not seeing this. Oh my no. god! They so like this has been obviously it's been in development for years because theme parks take forever to build. <laughs> uh, but it's finally been constructed in, in Tokyo in the Universal Studios there, and it's 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 a real life Mario theme park. And there's a direct, there was a Nintendo Direct where Shigeru Miyamoto actually just did a walk through like the park, and it's it's stunning. It's so goddamn pretty. Like it looks all very like it's all designed just so realistically Mario. Mm. Where like you walk and there's the blocks and they're all round and soft and there's the there's the Goombas and the, and it's just it's it's like walking through a Mario world. It looks so pretty. But the really cool thing that, that I noticed about it is they kind of made an ARG out of it as well. Where you could buy like a like like in the the, the Harry Potter land in universes where you could buy the wand and do things on it, you could buy like a wrist uh, wrist strap and like go around and basically collect coins. Okay. So like you, there'll be a mystery block on the wall. You hit your wrist against the wall, you get a coin and it logs it in your uh, in your in your thing. And like I can't remember, I think he didn't give it away because like it's the sort of thing where like when you you collect coins, you do things, you can unlock some events and scenarios across the park. That's my. I could spend a day there. Like, it's, it's not a I day. Have, I, I, I could spend a week there. But like, it's it's, it's sort of thing where like I've oh, spent a day on Mario thirty five. I could easily spend a week there. Like, it's sort of thing where like I could okay, I would I could have spent like you know a couple of days there just wandering and just basking. But like the ability to aside from like all the rides, just something to do in the park. That's mm. awesome. That's wonderful. I can't wait to check it. Where can we find out information on this? Uh, again, like that. This, this was a this was a video uploaded on the Nintendo account. So mm-hmm. if you just look up Super Mario World, it'll be like the first thing to come up. That's everyone's homework for this episode. Uh, oh, yeah. oh goddamn! And the Mummy trailer. If this lockdown ever ends. <laughs> yeah, anyway, actually, uh, before we wrap, because I know we're kind of we're hitting the hour, aren't we? So, is there anything anyone's looking forward to that hasn't come out yet, apart from Mario Land? Uh, in, in other theme park news, by the time <laughs> lockdown, <laughs> I love theme parks. By the time lockdown ends, we're all happy and we're all able to travel again. Hopefully, by the time all that happens, uh, Ghibli Land will also be built in Tokyo. <gasps> so you boys go to Tokyo for another two weeks. <laughs> Jenny Nicholson's gonna have so much to do. Uh, yeah, like it's it, they ran the thing. Actually, the big the news on that was about a week or two. They released. Uh, the prototype model for the Hells Movie Castle they're building first, and it's just a like a life size model of the castle. It won't oh. walk around the place, will it? No, no, it's it's stage three. <laughs> oh. like I've seen that they've like shown that they've shown off like the, the the concept for the map, and there's things like the the, the bathhouse from Spirited Away. There's Hells Movie Castle, uh, like the 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 the, 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 the castle in the sky. I don't think I saw the castle in the sky. I know okay. that I saw like the robot guys knocking around from it. Oh, that'll do. The, yeah. The Totoro Forest. That was what I was thinking of. 
Ooh, that would be fun. So Chasing those little dust sprites around the place. So just, yeah, a lot of, like, just kind of really just wonderful set design. Uh, so, yeah, that's, 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 like, that's my thing. Like, I absolutely plan on going back to Japan, but here's, like, I guess my reason. <laughs> Go on, Katie. What theme parks are you going to? Me? Oh, I don't know. I'm not really a theme park person. I, I kind of, I'm the person who goes to the theme park with everyone else and holds everyone's coats while they all get on the scary rides. <laughs> Kev, you found someone. You've got yeah. a pack mule. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll be your pack mule if, you're, if you pay for my ticket to Japan. We'll see how I'm doing three years. And if we all get like YouTube clout money, we'll see. <laughs> yes, follow us on all the things. If you've enjoyed our completely up-to-date mummy rant. (laughs) Watch us take the same rants, but in different locations. (laughs) Or possibly the same location, if you could see our video. Who knows? You've got to watch to find out. It's on a nerd-to-know basis. Uh, Keanu, I was going to uh, ask you. I was going to ask you what you were looking for, but that's the roundish. That's. I no, it's it's. There's no top in that. Go on, end transmission. No, uh, no, Kian, What? Okay, well, Kian, what is uh, what is your lockdown? Uh, what are your hopes to do to after lockdown? And also, what are people? Where can people find you outside of the show while you're at it? Oh, a good cup of tea in the Sunshine Cafe. No, but um, nerd-wise, I'm looking forward to the Marvel stuff coming out on Disney+. Plus. I'm looking forward to getting into the Muppets again on Disney+, Plus, which is, I'm probably going to do as soon as this is over. Uh, and when I'm hoping Dune will come out eventually, because I've been reading... Do you remember the film? Because yeah, I've been reading the book to get ready for that, and I really hope they don't drop it on like a streaming service. It's coming to HBO Max. That, that, that was part of the Warner Brothers no. deal. It's, no! It's, it's, the, it's the Warner Brothers deal where it's coming to HBO Max the same day it releases in cinemas. Oh, that's fine. As long as I get it in cinemas. I, I, I don't have a big enough TV for those worms. Um, so I don't know when that is, though. I think that could be like June. And to answer your follow-up question, um, you can find me. I'm currently reviewing WandaVision on Geek Ireland, uh, so you can find me there. Uh, and Katie, where can people find you? Yeah, so the usual stuff, Instagrams, uh, at mannequin underscore blue. Also, doing it for the exposure is still going strong, and we're doing that every two weeks now, and that's... Uh, so the next episode will be out next week, but it's already recorded. And um, as well as that, my own little business that's running is doing really, really well. And I'm super excited to announce that I am now a registered business. And we got accepted into the Dublin alternative market on the 6th of March. So there'll be more information about that as well. If you keep an eye on social media at Acutely Morbid, Acutely with two C's, I have to stress that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's that's about it for me, I think. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, no, you got some cool stuff on that. I'm I'm I'm, I'm eyeing up the dice. As always, <laughs> need more beads. Hey, if you want a custom set, I do take orders. Oh, don't stop! Ooh. No, no, I, oh, I, I do payment plans. Uh, <laughs> a Ghibli set, a Mario uh, set. Ooh, a Mario set of block dice. Uh, so well, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to avoid going into the whole copyright area. Um, because... uh, legally distinct Mario then God. Luigi, yeah, no one yeah. will come after that <laughs> oh, no, damn, Luigi's already copyrighted uh, as for myself uh, Anime Crash Course is still on, a, on an undefined hiatus but you can always find me uh, over on twitch.tv slash conorain c-o-n-o-r-a-y-n-e where I run a D&D game for some of my friends we have an absolute blast there every Tuesday evening around 7pm GMT so you can always find me there so this for no basis. Thank you all for watching, and I hope you have a wonderful drive time drive or evening if you're listening to that. Bye bye. Bye. And transmission. Bye.